firme Latinx Cuentos de Arte podcast. Yeah. Welcome back. Thank you for, for joining us. Oh, yeah. Or me. <laughs> Thanks for joining me on, on what we're doing here in the Pacific Northwest. Well, yeah, it would be us, the gente of the Pacific Northwest. Thank you for joining all of us because this podcast isn't just from me to you. It's from what's happening to our community in the Spokane area, in the Pacific Northwest, Eastern Washington area. So, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, this, this, it's been interesting. I see a lot of statements of solidarity being put up by arts organizations they're saying some very powerful and some very impactful things, and at the same time, you know, people have asked me, does LTNX Artes have a statement of solidarity? Because a lot of arts organizations do, and my best answer is, no, we don't need a statement of solidarity, because it's through our actions that we show the changes that we're making for our community. And, you know, I don't need to put words on a social media post for people to know that I support. I, I support through my actual actions. You know, when COVID-19 came about and the nationwide shutdown happened, that's about the time that I was just getting the gallery live and, and, and operational and able to start supporting uh, our artists. And at that time, artists, you know, they lost their gallery opportunities. They lost their marketplace opportunities. And they went straight for handouts. And all that happened within days, you know. So at that point, I thought, well, if I truly want to support artists, and gig workers and creatives and people that, that rely on that money because they don't have corporate jobs. They don't have that that kind of work-from-home support that other industries do. Then I thought, well, I'll make my space available at no charge. I won't charge anybody a single fee for printing. I won't charge anybody a single commission. Nothing. Nothing. I won't charge them for my time to set them up and get them established on the gallery. Nothing. Everything that they put up there and they can sell, it's profit for them. Because I need them to keep making. I need them to keep supporting their family. I need them to continue to explore what they're doing. So I could have made a, stock, a statement of, we will get through this. Or I could have just helped the artists, and I chose to help the artists. And unfortunately, a lot of the artists that wanted to join, they couldn't. Because now they had no way to have their images photographed, to have prints made. So, that was another problem. And many of the artists that were ready and eager and anxious to be a part of this, they're not even from San Antonio, man. They're from all over. Well, actually, I take it back. None of them are from Spokane. They're all from San Antonio. They're all from New York. They're all from Florida. There are some in California. 
yeah, they, the, the artists here in Spokane, it's like they couldn't accept the opportunity to keep working. They'd rather stop and take that handout, and it was kind of upsetting for me. It's kind of hurtful. And then they found other ways of doing things in person. You know, art on the go. They have this thing where they put it out in their front yard, and people got, can buy from the street which is cool, I like that, and that's continuing, that's going pretty strong actually, but still, there's a bigger world outside of our bubble that you can totally connect with and become a part of, this world is a much bigger place, but to the people from Spokane that have been here for a while, they tend to live in their bubble. Coming from San Antonio, it's such a massive city compared to Spokane. Where I am now is about a tenth the size. <laughs> yeah, one tenth the size of San Antonio. And being back in San Antonio, you had all sorts of neighborhoods and communities and everything. And people had no problem traveling from one side of town to the other. And there were little pockets of neighborhoods that that they, they were in their little bubbles. You know, the Alamo Heights, the city of Alamo Heights, it's a small town inside of the city of San Antonio. Same for Balcones Heights and um, Selma, Cibolo Creek, Shirts, City of Shirts. There are little cities within the San Antonio city limits. And they have their own municipality, their own little mayor. Well, not little, the same size thing, but you know, you know what I'm saying. Police department, their own fire department. Yeah, yeah their own little, little culture. And they are in a bubble. So seeing that concept of being in and being out of a bubble, you know, I grew up with that. I grew up out of the bubble. And I would enter it because that's where my children ended up going to school. That's where my wife worked. And we were very nearby Alamo Heights. We didn't live in Alamo Heights. We lived just maybe a block away <laughs> from their city boundary. And um, we would we would drive into Alamo Heights and the streets were different. The street signs were different. Shops were different. People were different. Everything was different. You could tell you were in 09 land. Oh, yeah. As they called them, the 09ers. And it was a bubble. People that were, that lived there because their parents lived there and their grandparents lived there. And, you know, now their kids are going to, to school with our kids. And you can just hear the way they talk, the way they think. And I'm like, wow, it's like you've never been into San Antonio, man. It's like you've never been, you know, to El Hueso. It's like you've never been to the South Side, you know. It's, wow. And I would share with them what it's like being, you know, going to the South Side, being in the Arts District, and what it's like in El Hueso or the West Side, you know. And, and they're like, oh, wow, we ought to go. I'm like, dude, you've lived here your whole life and you've never
never been to eat like real Mexican food on the west side. You've never had soul food on the east side of town. You've never danced on a Saturday night at Tucker's on the east side. Wow, yeah. You know, it just it boggled my mind why you would have to stay in your bubble. But then that bubble had a lot of things. It had the grocery stores. It had, you know, your shops, your movie theater. It had just about everything you need. It was a little town. It's a little town within a big city. And, you know, it's not uh, its not a neighborhood. A lot of people say, no, it's a neighborhood. No, it's not a neighborhood. It's an actual city of, the city of Alamo Heights. You know, it's an actual city, man. They have their own city hall right there on Broadway. And, um... Yeah, it's just, being here in Spokane, it's like one bigger bubble. And it's hard to believe that there's something else out of this bubble. And when you come from the outside, you totally see that. You see it right away. And being able to express that and share that, that in itself is a challenge. That is a cultural challenge right there. And a lot of the, the gallery spaces that we have here,
statement of solidarity. That's what that means to me. We support you. Do it. Yeah. And then they walk off. Yeah. Colonial. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, they, they, they just... Yeah, it's, it's if, if you truly want to be a part of something, you truly want to make something happen, you have to get up and make it happen yourself. You know? Like Andy Warhol said one time. Andy Warhol, he said... Um, he said, people say time changes everything. Well, actually, you have to get up and change it yourself. Yeah. That statement, that...
performed, if anything, by a black composer ever. Mm -hmm. All white composers, with the exception of one. Well, he was an Asian, uh, yeah, an Asian man. Just one. That's it. That's the only one that broke the barrier. The barrier there. And you know, hey. This is, again, what I mean, statement of solidarity. Quit telling me you're going to do something and just do it. If you want to support black artists, put them on your walls, okay? If you want to support black composers, employ them, finance them, put them in your theater. If you want to support black filmmakers, then... Play their film, endorse them, support them, fund them. Yeah. But don't tell me that you support them until you're actually doing something. So these whole statement of solidarity things, yeah, it's got me a little riled up. Because what that is, is that's false hope. That's a lie. That is a lie to the BIPOC community. Yeah. That's what I've been told, and I know how it feels. Since I moved up here, and as a Chicano artist, starting LTNX Outfits, I've been lied to a lot. Yeah. People say, oh, it's great, we need that, we need that, that's great. And then they walk off. Yeah. Yeah. Not one single creative entity in the Pacific Northwest has said that needs to happen and here's something so that it does happen. Whether it be some kind of money, some kind of grant that I'd have to pay back or report back or anything. I've only had, if anything, probably two contributors. Yep. I've had two contributors that have supported me in my effort. That's it. One was a, a queer indigenous woman who completely understands the concept of biculturalism. Yeah. She's my one supporter. And she's made that statement. I truly feel that it's important because and she put those words down in writing. And, yeah. And then the other was, um, well, that was it. <laughs> now that I really think about it. <laughs> one. I've got one. <laughs> yeah. That's it, man. That's it. One. But, um, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's where we're at. But, you know. It, it doesn't deter me from continuing on my own. That just means it's going to take longer and allow me to create a better opportunity, a better method of conveying an online community. And, you know, I... Yeah, that's, that's all that that means. Is I, I can make something better. LTNX out of this is live... It has uh, one artist from Mexico on there right now. And 
social media and say, hey, my friend is doing this awesome thing and I think it's super important because, and then you can explain it and then allow your social media and your connections and your friends to endorse that. So there are ways to support. Oh yeah, it doesn't just mean money. Uh, it, it, it's, there's all sorts of ways you can support. It doesn't cost anything but your time to write a social media post about your friend and what they're doing in their creative work and and that that right there that is support that's making change so that's just my take on social media and these statements of solidarity they just they don't mean too much to me right now they'll they'll mean more to me in a few years when i see their actions following up 
I ought to screenshot all this and throw it all back in a year and see what happens. <laughs> oh yeah, I'd, I'd do that. But anyway, I want to thank you for joining me, listening to me yet again, and uh, look forward to coming back. Bueno.